Hello, and welcome to the Haunted and Historic Podcast, where we talk about houses, abandoned, historic, and sometimes haunted. I'm Courtney, and I will be your host. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Oh, goodness. While I'm not avoiding it, I am going to kind of skim over the fact that I have been a little MIA recently and instead focus on the really good things that brought me back to a good mindset. I received two messages on Instagram this week from listeners of the podcast who expressed their interest and their excitement for future episodes, and it was a little surprising for me. For the first time in my life, I've definitely felt imposter syndrome, and I don't know if I'd even really call it that so much as When you start a project, there's always this worry that people are going to lose interest. And so with that fear, I've kind of thrown myself into other projects that I have a lot more control over that don't allow me to put too much of myself on the line. So for example, I have been buying a bunch of Halloween fabric and making different items for the podcast merch shop on Etsy. And that's definitely a realm that I'm very familiar with. I've been doing that for over a year on one of my other Etsy accounts. But there's a lot to starting a podcast. You're putting yourself out there in such a different way. And I've definitely felt feelings that I haven't before when working on projects. However, I've also gotten the best feedback on a project and the most support on this project than I've ever gotten in my entire life. And I've done a lot of things. I'm constantly creating different things. I have new ideas almost daily, but I've never received such amazing feedback in my life over a project. And I don't know, I think think it has scared me, but this is what I have to do. This is what I love so much that I can't deny it. And yes, I will always love making things for the merch shop, but that's easy to me to create products. But creating podcast content is definitely new for me, but I'm really excited to see where it goes. The other day I sat down and tried to think of some things that have been holding me back from creating podcast episodes. So the other day I sat down and wrote out a bunch of episodes from now until the end of October so that I have no excuses to not record a podcast every week, which has always been my goal. And it's a deadline that I have imposed upon myself, but also I want to follow. One of the messages I received said that they check back every week to see if there's a new episode, which is just so surreal. And that comment made me not want to let that person down. To think that there are people that check back for new episodes, it's honestly hard to comprehend. It's hard to comprehend that people listen to this show, that I'm not just making it, that there are actual people listening and enjoying and it's weird. It is. <laughs> it's so weird and so amazing and so many, so many feelings that I was not expecting. I could talk all day about what this experience has been like for me, but we are going to get right into the episode. I have a little bit of background information though. So today we're going to be talking about finding books that go along with the topic of haunted and historic by using the library's Dewey Decimal System. So for those of you who don't know, I was a librarian up until last year. I've worked in libraries basically all of my working life. That's definitely where I've spent the most time. I went from being a shelver to being a library assistant 
to being the manager in charge of circulation, which is basically part of the behind the scenes process that deals mainly with checking items in and out and the overall circulation of those items instead of the tech services background where you are adding and removing materials from the library. I don't think that I'm the only one who decided that I was going to be a librarian when I grew up after watching Evie proclaim I am a librarian in the movie The Mummy, which is definitely such an underrated movie. But I grew up and did exactly that. The Dewey Decimal System is a classification system for how libraries arrange and shelve books based on their content and the subject matter. The Dewey Decimal System applies to books that are in the nonfiction collection and is a numerical set of numbers, so three at the very beginning, sometimes separated by a period and then a continuation of numbers, and the second set of numbers after the decimal is a subsection of that topic. Basically, the most important three numbers are at the very beginning. That's what's going to tell you what collection you're in, and then you can kind of go from there. So a broad overview so that you can get an idea of it is that the Dewey Decimal System goes from 0 to 900 and beyond. So there's like 979, but overall we'll go from zeros, 100s, and 200s, and then so on. So the zeros are computer science, information, and general. 100 is philosophy and psychology. 200 is religion. 300 is social sciences. 400 is language. 500 is science. 600 is technology. 700 is art and recreation, 800 is literature, and 900 is history and geography. So that's the broad overview, but I chose some very specific call numbers that are based around the topics that I felt like listeners of the podcast would be interested in. So it's a mix of everything that makes up haunted and historic. So let's get started. The first number on our list is 001. It is at the very beginning of the collection, as far to the beginning as you can get, and it has to do with UFOs, aliens, and Bigfoot. So in this section, you're going to find books like UFO Hunters that was written in 2016. They are already here, UFO, Culture, and Why We See Saucers, written in 2020. The 37th Parallel, The Secret Truth Behind America's UFO Highway, written in 2016. UFOs, Chemtrails, and Aliens, What Science Says, written in 2017. American Cosmic, UFOs, Religions, Technology, written in 2019. And The Close Encounters Man, How One Man Made the World Believe in UFOs, written in 2017. So depending on the library, it's going to vary how big this collection is. The first part of the zeros is a really odd mix of books. So you have 001, which is UFOs and aliens. And then by the time you're to 004, you're already in learning coding for dummies. So it's a very small area, but it's a really good start to as soon as you walk into the library, you start with your nonfiction section and just right there at the beginning, you're already delving into it. A little farther down the road is the call number 129 which kind of involves the afterlife. There's not a ton here. It's kind of a little bit of like the Sylvia Brown type of books. So things that deal with life after death. And then there's Spook, Science Tackles the Afterlife by Mary Roach. She's the author of several books that kind of delve into different topics where she kind of chooses one subject matter and researches it and then writes a book about it. 
Um, She did one called Stiff about cadavers and the human body. And then right next to that is 133, which deals all with ghosts and the occult. So within this call number, you've got books like Ghostland and American History in Haunted Places, which was written in 2016. I actually have this one checked out right now, and I would love to do a review of it once I finish. There's also American Ghost, A Family's Haunted Past in the Desert Southwest, which was written in 2015. In this section, I also found the book called Whisperers, The Secret History of the Spirit World. The first sentence of the summary says, Is it possible that major world events are affected by spirits, even if one doesn't believe in them? And of course, you can look up any topic in a library catalog and find it by that. But it's also, I think, sometimes fun to just go wander the shelves. And especially if you have some call numbers that you know that you're interested in, you can kind of just head right there and look throughout that section because the catalog only does so much. It will pull keywords, but I always find it more beneficial to just get in the stacks yourself and start searching from there. Okay, so here comes one of the call numbers with the decimal. So 133.4 moves over to the topic of possession, exorcisms, and witchcraft. So this is the collection where you're going to find books like Sister of Darkness, The Chronicles of a Modern Exorcist, written in 2018. Then there are a few others like Magic and Witchcraft, written in 2003. Salem Witchcraft, with an account of Salem Village and a history of opinions on witchcraft and kindred subjects written in 1959. There's also Waking the Witch, Reflections on Women, Magic, and Power, written in 2019. I also don't know why I'm saying 2019. I always say 2019. I'm sorry if that format bothers anybody, especially if I use them interchangeably. I'm trying to say the dates so that you can kind of get an idea of what is more recent, aside from that book from 59, but something like that has to be a little bit older. So this next call number is definitely when it starts to get into my realm specifically. So the 363 call number is all about forensics. This is our first introduction to the topic of true crime. 363 has books such as Crime Scene, The Ultimate Guide to Forensic Science. Then there's Silent Witness, How Forensic Anthropology is Used to Solve the World's Toughest Crimes. That one's a little bit older from 2002, but it still looks really interesting. Then there's Inside the Cell, The Dark Side of Forensic DNA. Another title is The Forensic Casebook, The Science of Crime Scene Investigation. Another title is Beyond the Body Farm, A Legendary Bone Detective Explores Murders, Mysteries, and the Revolution in Forensic Science. This is the kind of section where I go into that area and I want to leave with all of the books. I actually own this book. This is Teasing Secrets from the Dead, My Investigations at America's Most Infamous Crime Scenes. Then very quickly, we move into 364, which is the call number for true crime, specifically 364.15. That's where you're going to find all of your true crime books, and they kind of have some variation. I would just start at 364, but there's 364.15. The one that I'm looking at is 364.152. They're generally all in that same area. I'll start with some titles. So there's Burned, A Story of Murder and the Crime That Wasn't. That one was written in 2019. Then you've got I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which I'm interested to see how many people have read that book. Then there's a book about a really well-known Utah case that's called If I Can't Have You, Susan Powell, Her Mysterious Disappearance and the Murder of Her Children. That one was written in 2014. 
another Utah case. This book is The Stranger She Loved, A Mormon Doctor, His Beautiful Wife, and an Almost Perfect Murder, written in 2015. There is The Kill Jar, Obsession, Descent, and A Hunt for Detroit's Most Notorious Serial Killer, written in 2018. There is The Fact of a Body, A Murder, and a Memoir, written in 2017. I mean, there's just so many to choose from in this in this collection. There's also Confessions of a Cartel Hitman, written in 2017. I was always pleasantly surprised at how big that section was in our library for being a one-branch, relatively small library. We had a really decent true crime selection. However, I did not get near enough patrons that were interested in the topic. I was always waiting for somebody to ask me where it was. I had that call number ready, but everybody always asks for cookbooks. The next one I put on the list is 398, which covers folklore and Brothers Grimm type of books. Generally, the 398 is for fairy tales, but of course, once you get to adult nonfiction, that morphs more into the folklore section. While I didn't include a ton of 300s, just those three or four numbers, the 300s as an overall collection is by far my favorite. It has the broadest range of subject matter. You can find so many different subjects within the 300s. So for example, I have a book called A $500 House in Detroit, Rebuilding an Abandoned Home and an American City. The call number on this is 307. Because the 300s are the social sciences, it deals very much with the social aspect that encompasses so many different topics. So that's why this book about the house in Detroit fits so well in the 300s. And then even farther, you've got books about the criminal justice system. You've got everything in the 300s. If you were going to go to one area in a library, I would just head to the 300s. There's quite a bit of a jump to our next call number, which is 681 to 684 all of which includes books about furniture making. So some of the book titles include 2x4 Furniture, Simple, Inexpensive, and Great-Looking Projects You Can Make. Then there's DIY Furniture, A Step-by-Step Guide. There's also Gorilla Furniture Design, How to Build Lean, Modern Furniture with Salvaged Materials. The next similar call number is 690, which deals with outside yard care, how to design your garden and your yard, flooring, plumbing, different types of books on that subject. So this is when we definitely start to get into more of the house aspect with 720 being the overall call number for architecture. So within 720, you've got titles like How Architecture Works, A Humanist's Toolkit. A Humanist's Toolkit, I don't know. Then you've got A History of Architecture in 100 Buildings. There's also a book called World Architecture, The Masterworks. And these call numbers go from 720 to 729. And you can also find books about blueprints and tiny homes in this section. There's one here that's Tiny Homes, Simple Shelter, Scaling Back in the 21st Century. That one has the call number of 728. So once you get to 720, you're going to find everything about the architectural aspect of homes, which can be really helpful for somebody who is either renovating or building their own home. The next call number is 745 to 747, which encompasses interior design. So you've got a bunch of different books on this topic, such as Shared Living, Interior Design for Rented and Shared Spaces. Then you've got New Americana and a book titled Cozy Minimalist Home, More Style, Less Stuff. 
So these books cover everything from designing the space with furniture to color schemes, and they often touch on subjects such as designing for apartments, designing for old homes, designing for kitchens, designing in more a green, eco-friendly way. Another title is The Iconic Interior, Private Spaces of Leading Artists, Architects, and Designers. So this section is really good for just getting a background idea and inspiration and how you want to renovate your home or design it and get a lot of inspiration. I personally get most of my inspiration from Pinterest. I have a whole Pinterest board about everything that I would like in my future home. But like that last title I said about the spaces of architects, I would definitely check that book out. The next call number is in the 900 section and that bumps us into the history collection of the library. So the call numbers I pulled were 978 and 979. So this collection focuses on more of the history of specific cities and states. Within those call numbers, you've got books like Ghost Towns of the Southwest, Arizona, Utah, and New Mexico. Then you've got Ghost Towns of the Mountain West, Your Guide to Hidden History, and Old West Haunts of Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, Utah, and Nevada. When you go to this collection in your local library, you're going to find things that are more geared towards your state because they are the most relatable and prevalent to your area. Because I'm based in Utah, the collection reflects that. So we also have titles like The Historical Guide to Utah Ghost Towns. Within this section, I also found a really interesting book. In the Utah Tradition, A History of the Governor's Mansion that was written in 1987. It goes into the history with amazing pictures of the governor's mansion that's located in Salt Lake. So it'd be really fun to see if you explore this section in your library, what you're able to come up with and find. I know that some of my listeners are from Utah, but I know not all of them are. So this is something that I'd be interested to see what books you're able to find and what information you learn about your either city or state that you live in. So that concludes this episode. I'm really excited to hear what you guys think of it. I think it'd be really cool to put together a reading guide so I can pull some different titles of books that I find and what their call number is and just make this big compiled list and turn it into kind of a reading guide for a guide to the library for people who are interested in this type of thing. So where we're going off the topic of haunted and historic, we're pulling books like all of the ones that we just referenced. There were a ton of books that I didn't include because of where they live in the collection. So there's a book called Empty Mansions that I'm really interested in reading. I own a copy of it, but it was a biography. So it didn't make sense to reference it because it was kind of an isolated book. There's also the book called The Architecture of Happiness. If it sounds familiar, it is from the movie 500 Days of Summer. And I did, in fact, buy it just because it was referenced in that movie. And I was obsessed with that movie and had to read the book. And the book is actually amazing. I wasn't sure that it was a real book, but it is, and it is wonderful. So I think I will work on that. I'll have to prioritize and make sure that I'm getting my episodes out on time, but I will write that on my list of things to complete in the near future. If you have any books to add to that list, um, go ahead and send them to me. Also, if you ever have ideas for podcast episodes, please let me know. I'm always open to exploring topics and subjects that you are interested in and that you think it would be really interesting for me to talk about. Like I said, I do have a list of episodes until the end of October, but it's not set in stone. It's just a list to get me started so that I do not have an excuse for the next three months as to why I have missed an episode. And I am holding myself accountable right now by proclaiming that to you. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please go ahead and subscribe. If you have any ideas for future episodes, please write me at hauntedandhistoric at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at hauntedandhistoric. And I also have a Pinterest page called Haunted and Historic where I have just a ton of boards about upcoming fall inspiration and historic design decorations, fall outfit ideas. It is just a combination of everything that I love. Thank you to everybody who's written me kind messages on Instagram and reached out and told me that you enjoy the show and that you look forward to it. That means everything to me. That is why I sat down to record tonight after telling myself that it didn't matter whether I did or not. Your feedback means absolutely everything to me. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. If you want to check out the merch shop, it's on Etsy. It's just the Haunted and Historic podcast merch shop. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you in the next one.